Welcome to the Bridge to God's Word podcast with Carla Unseth, a linguistic consultant for missionaries working in Bible translation. We invite you to visit us at www.bridgetogodsword.org to learn more about Carla's ministry. Now, here's linguistic consultant Carla Unseth. everyone, and welcome to Building a Bridge to God's Word. Uh, my name is Carla Unseth, and I am a missionary with Pioneer Bible Translators. And I'm really excited to have this podcast as just another way to share a little bit more about the Bible and about Bible translation and what it is, and also about um, how we are building a bridge to God's Word and how you can be involved in that. So as we go through this podcast, um, if there's things that you hear that you want to know more about, or if you want to have questions about the Bible or about Bible translation, feel free to let me know. I, I want this to be things that you're interested and curious about. So um, you can send me an email at Carla, C-A-R-L-A dot Unseth, U-N-S-E-T-H at P-B-T-I dot org. Or you can visit my website at bridgetogodsword.org. So I hope this is something that's interesting and informative for you too. So for this first podcast, I just wanted to give a little overview of what Bible translation is, just so that you can know um, what I'm doing, what I'm involved in, and um, more about the Bible translation process. So Bible translation is a pretty long process, It can take anywhere from 10 to 30 years, give or take on either side. So it's, it's very long and involved. And so I want to tell you more about it so you can understand why that is. So the very first step in Bible translation is called survey. Um, And that's where a team goes in. They actually like hike in with, you know, hiking backpacks and go into a language community and they have tests that they do um, as they talk to people to say, what, uh, what kind of language is this? Is it really similar to a, re- to a language that already has the Bible or is it different? Um, so they, they do those tests, they make their determinations about which languages need the Bible. And then um, once a language is chosen, that's when a translation team moves in. And it might have a translation facilitator, maybe somebody who's a literacy specialist, something like that. But those people move into the language area. They start studying the language, studying it so they can learn to speak it. Also studying the linguistic side of it, how it's, how it's built, how the language works. And then they also do relationship building, which is a very essential part of the process. And one of the things that they're looking for as they build relationships with people is a local person who can be part of the translation team as well. The people who grew up in that language area will always speak the language better than we do. So if we can have a local person on the team, um, they, they will help make a much better, much more clear and natural translation. So once, um, once that linguistic study is mostly done, at least, and once the um, translation team speaks the language fairly well, Um, and they have chosen their local translator, they move into drafting. So they look at the books of the Bible and decide for for that language community which book is going to be the best one to start with, and then they do a rough draft um, of the Bible in that language. And then, so after the rough draft is done, the team comes back together. Probably the local translator does that rough draft. 
Then the team comes back together and they do what's called an exegetical check. So that's where they're really looking for accuracy. Exegesis is to draw the meaning out of the biblical text. So looking at the meaning of the biblical text and how does their translation reflect that? How accurate is it? So based on that check, they revise the draft. Um, and then they go out and do what's called a comprehension check. So they go out to other speakers of the language um, in the surrounding areas, um, in nearby towns or villages, and they, they read it to people. They check to make sure it's clear. They check to make sure it's natural, that the people are understanding the true meaning of the text from what's been written. Um, so based on the responses they get from that comprehension check, they come back and do a revision. Um, revise again and make it better. Um, so they might go through that cycle several times and then they bring in an outside consultant, somebody who is an expert in the Bible and that person looks at it. They use their biblical expertise and as another pair of eyes, they, they look through the text, they say, here's some potential issues. You know, they even ask questions like, why did you use these words? You know, give us your reasoning just to make sure that that text is as accurate as possible. So um, the consultant comes in, it might go through a few more rounds again of checking and revising and testing with, with national people, national speakers. Um, and you know, they say with books, with authors, that sometimes you have to just sort of take it away from them and say, now we're gonna publish it. And that kind of happens in Bible translation too. You can, you can keep doing testing and revising and making a little better and all this tweaking, you know, but there comes a point where you just have to publish it. You have to get it out to the people. So then they do their final editing, typesetting, um, send it to the publisher, and um, once they have that published scripture, they're, they're ready to go and distribute it to the people. And usually the first um, printing, especially, there's a big party and people, um, people come and celebrate having God's word in their language for the first time. Um, but after that celebration, it's not over. The translation team stays in the area. First of all, there's probably more books to translate. But beyond that, they want to make sure that people know how to use the scripture. We're not just going to leave them with the scripture, but we want them to know how to use it, how to apply it to their lives um, and study it, and then also how to pass it on. So Pioneer Bible Translators, we don't feel like our work is done until this the church in the area is replicating until they're able to spread the word and plant churches themselves. So that's a little look at the translation process. I hope it gives you a better understanding of Bible translation, and I'm looking forward to telling you more through this podcast. And once again, if there's more you want to know about, feel free to send me an email or visit my website, um, carla.unseth at pbti.org or um, bridge to God's word.org. And I hope to see you there. Thanks.